Hi everyone, and welcome to the 53rd episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Colin. Hello, hello. And Lauren. Yodels. Yodels? Yep. What are yodels? Noodles, noodles. Yodeling. Oh, no, fantastic, no, no cat yodeling. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the last episode before E3. You guys excited? Yeah, yeah. We're flying off, or well, I'm flying off on Sunday. Huh? Uh, we all are. Well, yeah. Wait. I think, yeah, like, yeah we're all, we're all flying out next Sunday. It's so surreal, even though we went last year. Yes, and I went the year before that. Way to brag, yes, Daryl. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there's someone here who's first, who's, who will be the first time for her. Who could it be? Yes, Lauren's going to be the new boy. Uh, the new boy. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I've been playing Witcher Two. That's what they call newbies. They call them new boys. <laughs> new boys. That's a good play on the word. Yeah, I, I will be. I'll be a little, little new person. I'll be like, I just don't know. Just walking around, just feeling very small. Taking yep. pictures of all the booth babes. Woo! I am not taking pictures of the booth <laughs> Lara's going to be posing with them all. No. Because <laughs> no. it makes me You're going to be in costume as well. Well, anyway, yep. So all three of us are going to be at E3. And uh, we're going to be stalking Square Enix, but we'll be talking a little bit more about that later. Uh, we're going to try and shove that into our new segment, which will be followed by Burning Question and then the Question segment. So if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, Final Fantasy Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. It comes out on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com and Colin. FF-XIII.net before we go on with the news though there is a there are a few little announcements first of all we're still looking for podcast hosts so um if you want to be a co-host on final fantasy union or kingdom hearts union then check out the forums there's a thread in the announcements section tells you everything you need to know so if you're interested check that out Mm -hmm. secondly we we need more new boys yes yes we do (laughs) secondly um colin and i are kind of writing an, an expose on square enix at the moment We've done two articles so far. And Some rather plans. amusing stuff going on in the history of Square Enix. Yeah, and I've been yeah, at the reading we're them. Doing, uh... Yeah, at the, at the <laughs> moment we're doing a massive timeline about how exactly Square Enix came about and kind of what's happened between then and now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, starting it's all the way back yeah. from Square Pictures. Yes, we're starting in 1997, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is of course the year of Final Fantasy VII. <gasps> <gasps> That is not mentioned anywhere, though. No, no, we don't talk about FF7. We talk about the more depressing stuff. Yeah. But we won't spoil it for you right now. No, so uh, be sure to check that out next week, hopefully. Yeah. Should be fun. Prior to E3. Yes. Anyway, uh, let's jump on some news. Do, 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 do. Um, it's it's been very sparse. No, I wouldn't say like... scars. There's been quite a bit of Type 0 news, but... Yeah, but, but that still, doesn't affect us. There's not, like, a ton of time. There's no, like... What? <gasps> Why does that not affect us? Am I the only one here looking forward to Type Zero? It's not that. It's that the game is apparently out in, like, three months in Japan, and we still know nothing about a Western release. Mm-hmm. How is that different from any other Final Fantasy release? They usually give us, like, a heads up. But more recently, they start. they have been doing that. I mean, like, we already know that Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two is coming out, and when that's coming out, roughly. Mm. That's a fifth thirteen. It's more the fact that they haven't even said we're getting it. <laughs> that is the more concerning part. Yeah. If this is Japan only, tables will be flipped, and Peach is thrown. 
So that's why I, I find it a little bit hard to get excited about it for that reason. But we'll get on to Type Zero a little bit later. Don't jump the gun, Colin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always jumping the gun. He was jumping on do. the news story. It was your fault. You said jump. Jump. Fine. Well, our first said- news story for this episode is that Square Enix has dropped the Final Fantasy Heresis 13 trademark. Uh-huh. It's expired. Gasp. Yeah. The horrors. So, all those rumours... They were for nothing. Sigh. It's not like we knew anything about this game in the first place. If yeah, it was, no, this it was the first even I've a game. heard of this game. <laughs> it was um, after the huge E3 announcement where they went all fabular on our asses. Mm-hmm. Versus um, and Heresis, Yeah. Heresis was trademarked in the following months and everyone was like, oh, is this going to be a fourth game? It's, oh, it's going to be an mm-hmm. MMO. Yeah, it turned out to be nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess trademark with... Well, if they if they were making it into an MMO, uh, like you said, they probably were kind of scared off by the um, failure of. No, because they're already making another one. Are mm. they? Yeah, yeah, they're making a third one. Oh my yeah, god! But the question is, are they just MMOs. publishing it, or are they actually developing it? Because you know, there is the Wakfu, which is being yeah. developed by Onkama Games. Well, they said they haven't announced it yet. Ooh. It's gonna be, but it's gonna be announced before April 2012. Tomb Raider MMO. Oh gosh. <laughs> That wouldn't actually be that oh, bad, dear. tomb raiding. Well, you, you have, have a, a bunch of, of archaeologists Croft. racing for yeah. the same treasure. That's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of estrogen. I don't know. If Sounds I like your dream it. MMO, Colin. <laughs> Archaeology yeah, MMO. <laughs> I think that would be on the realms of train simulator. Yeah. <laughs> train sim- simulator. We should go back to Aerobiz. We should go back to Aerobiz was awesome. It actually is pretty addicting, but we should go back to that. I was at a recent THQ event actually and we were talking about well my, my fellow journalists and I had a very in-depth conversation about roadwork simulators mm-hmm. they do exist in Germany <laughs> Roller coaster very popular tycoon. genre bus simulator as well wow get to drive buses and uh, and uh, plan their routes but that's a slight segue um, Heresis yes uh, I, I guess they can still bring it back if they want to I guess, yeah, but could. I don't think, I don't think do anybody's going to really steal that name. <laughs> I mean, it, they've dropped Heresis, but they've registered Type 0, 1, 2, and was there 3? Yeah, Gito sure. kind of just yeah. went out the window. So yeah. I, It makes me think that they're kind of reconsidering the whole Fabula Nova Crystallis thing, because... If anything, they're probably basically going to try nothing. and close it up pretty soon. Yeah, we've, ha- we've heard nothing about it, really. No. I think... Maybe when Versus and uh, Type Zero actually come into existence a bit more, we'll we'll maybe hear a bit more about it. But it'll be it's it's very hard for Square Enix to say anything about it because they've got nothing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Heresis is no more. Nope. For the time being. On now you can talk about Type Zero. Yes. On that note, <laughs> Type Zero. We have been getting quite a lot of media for Type Zero because most mostly because the game is out in Japan this summer. So. Although we've heard absolutely nothing about it coming it out to the West. It, doesn't, it still doesn't have an official release date yet, though, does it? No, it's just summer 2011. Yeah, you're just saying summer. <sighs> that could mean, like, August mm-hmm. 30th. That's like, it, it means it's got, it's got, like, two months. Ju- June, July, August. That's a short span of time. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> three Square Enix released, like, a 20-minute yeah. footage. Like, well, they didn't release it. Well, it, it was kind of... It wasn't exactly it was leaked like, because it was on the It was blog. one of those weird leaks where it's like they knew it it's was happening. It's from Tabata himself. He even put images on his blog. Yeah. It was at, an, but, at, at a Decidio 012 event. But like, why didn't they just do it officially? Because it was for Japan only. 
I don't know. But I in wish any I case, knew. If I knew, I would case, tell you. In any case, let's talk about the gameplay that actually is Yes, featured. 20 minutes of it. It looks pretty... I don't know. I think it looks pretty good. They showed, I think it um, looks like cool. Is cool. They have like the random battles back, it looks like. I mean, I couldn't really understand because it was in Japanese and I... I only know very basic Japanese, but it the battle system seems pretty neat. Yeah, they they pretty much showed like um one of the characters, I think her name is Ram, just running mm-hmm. around um running around play around the person. Around. And a special note, she has Yuna's girly run from The Lady Run. SCX2. Yes, the one with the hand swing and sink. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting to note that I don't know, I saw they had like a countdown timer in the bottom right and I was actually wondering what that was for. After watching the video, like they showed, showed it going to the to, to the school's gate and then going to mm-hmm. the world map. And that's where all the random battles occur. There's like, there's actually towns and dungeons to explore. <gasps> Blasphemy. The airship looks <laughs> Blasphemy. pretty Blasphemy. Who needs I think towns it and dungeons? Looks, it looks like, um, the airship kind of looks like, it has like the shape of the one from Final Fantasy X. But it looks like it came out of Final Fantasy Nine. It's it's really cool looking. It looks like I, the Invincible like from FF Nine, and kind of like a beetle, <laughs> a flying beetle that can shoot 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 at enemy planes in the sky. Did you see that? That was epic. <gasps> but it seems like they're definitely so going back this game to their is roots. Colin's dream. They're it is. they're it's definitely going dream. back I mean to their dream. roots with this. Yeah, it seems it seems like well, with Type Zero that Square Enix is really going back to what Final Fantasy used to be, and not FF Thirteen. Uh, but like, why are they doing it with a spin-off? Is is that what they're saying? I don't know. And they're like, oh, we don't want this for the main series anymore. I don't know. Don't, don't you remember Yorichi Wada saying that with Final Fantasy, he doesn't really know the direction that it's going to take. That it might, he he might make it more Western or I I, don't, I have no idea what Square Enix is doing. Maybe Yorichi it's just Wada. a test. Because to me, Type uh, Zero looks more like a main numbered game than FF Thirteen was. Maybe it's just testing the waters to see if. Well, maybe we should stick to what we were good at before. Maybe it's sort well, of like a spin-offs, yeah, you know, maybe they don't want to make a Final Fantasy fifteen until they know: Are we going towards a more Western audience with this game? Should we go that direction, or should we go into doesn't, this? If like, that was classic. true, though, would that not concern you that, that the company doesn't know what they're doing? Yeah, I Pretty don't know. Much. It's like, although considering it's actually being developed for the PSP, I think it is being designed more towards the Japanese yeah. than to yeah, the Western yeah, market I mean, because the West the, the West doesn't really like the PSP that much that much. But we do like Final yeah. Fantasy and we want this game and if they if they make it an it's, exclusive that's Jap- really funny because uh, if you Japan look at the thing. at the sales for Dissidia on the PSP, mm-hmm. the first one, and then you compare it to Dissidia Zero One Two. This the first one sold a lot more than the second one did. In the first Well week, I think that's also because like Dissidia there wasn't no offense to Dissidia but I, I felt like some people were pretty disappointed with the gameplay well not the gameplay it was more that the um, the changes weren't they were big but did it really need a sequel well did it need a sequel so soon no no you don't and the fact that it didn't really add any new characters that weren't good guys yeah it was just an expansion so I can definitely I can def- definitely expansion. see why it didn't go it didn't go so well. But I feel like Type Me- Zero would sell. I feel like that would be like a pretty good sell if they if they advertise it right. If I think yeah, I think Type Zero definitely has the potential to sell. I mean, if you look at Crisis Core, that sold like one point two million 
in North America alone. Mm-hmm. So Type Zero could well, definitely. There's a lot of Final Fantasy Seven fanboys picking that bad boy up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That now is the question very is true, if they but... if they would pick up Type Zero. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I honestly I mean, I guess think that's I would. Why they kind of went the route to make it look a bit like Crisis Core. Yeah. And because it was pretty easier for them. True. It seems like it's like I don't know because with Nomura, he with Kingdom Hearts, he kept saying that like you know the um, the handheld games give him a chance to experiment. So you know maybe maybe Lawrence right maybe the PSP uh, Type Zero is being used to kind of test waters. Maybe yeah, it's also because it's... it's cheaper to develop on the PSP than it is on the PS3. Well, you say that, but they've been making this game for like five years. It doesn't matter what platform it's on, it's still going to cost a bucket. But the thing that doesn't convince me is if they... It all depends. Like, my theory only depends on whether or not they decide to to sell it in um, exclusively in Japan or not. Because, like, if it's just exclusively Japan... Then they're not really they're not really concerned with us and how we feel about the uh, Japanese I mean, games. It, it might sound silly that it could be a Japan exclusive, but if you think about the timing, if it's going to come out here or in Japan in the summer, that game, if it's two UMDs and has as much dialogue as they say, is going to take ages to localize. If they, I mean, if they haven't already started, that is. Yeah. And then you've got the NGP coming out really like. End of the year. Later. That's true too. Yeah. So, do Square Enix really want to release a PSP game in the West where the PSP isn't even that popular after the NGP launches? But do you think do, that do, they do, would do, be do, able do, to do, port do, it? Do. Like, I don't know if they. I'm would sure they'll be able to port it. it easily, but but it's like I if don't you, know. you it's like if you compare it's the whole thing. Like you know, um, the NGP games are going to make it seem not so great. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. That's why I'm worried about, you know, if they tried, if they then decided to port it, maybe it wouldn't port well because the NGP just seems so, I I, I mean, I can't really say. I, I, I feel like it looks different. Like, it definitely looks different. It definitely has different features. Otherwise, it would just be called another PSP. But, like, I just don't know how it, how it would port. It would but port I do agree with like, you that uh, they can't, that, they can't that, put that it on Monster the PSP. Hunter part demo that they showed for the ngp it was pretty much just a psp game on the ngp yeah i'm i mean it's, it can go either way really because if you look at the 3ds and the ds the biggest selling games right now aren't on the 3ds yeah they're still on the ds <laughs> pokemon black and int- white cannibalizing like, nintendo the psp 3DS sales. the psp doesn't have that in the west it just doesn't have that power especially because no. like most people just i could do it captain acquire. They're quiet, their games. Yeah. Yes, acquire, yeah, quote-unquote. PSP is just so hacked. It's so sad. So, yes, we saw gameplay footage for Type-0. Everyone loved it. Square Enix should release the game this summer in the West. Yes. But it won't happen. Because yes. that's that's for Japan. And I yeah. Japan gets everything first, that. as usual. So maybe this is a sign that Square Enix is going back to how they used to work. Or a sign that I need to move to Japan if I want to get any good Square Enix games anymore. And learn Japanese. Yeah, and learn Actually, Japanese. Actually, learning Japanese would probably be cheaper. <laughs> yeah, probably. Then you could just import the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rule. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's what we think about it, really. Yep. Dora doesn't sound very excited. Kind of, they, they may <laughs> well have dropped the ball a bit. Well, it's hard to be excited for a game that we may not ever play. Mm. But it's like... It's one that, like, you know, if, if you get all excited and then it doesn't come out over here, then you feel like crap. 
Yeah, it's kind of like the final mix for Kingdom Hearts. I mean, like, it's just, it's almost disappointing. <coughs> it's just like, you know, yeah, that's cool, and I really want it, but how on earth am I going to get it? I- they could always do it as a, um, a PSP remastered game. They could. Mm-hmm. And then it would be on the PS3 and nobody would complain. Exactly. Yeah, like that would be awesome, but I doubt that they do that. I don't know. You I don't know. know. We'll just you see. Knowing we'll Square Enix and go. their whole re-releasing stuff that yeah, they, they have, the they yeah, that's it's true. Will, but maybe not anytime soon. But they will. They will do it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, well just anyway, see. Uh, on that note, what are we hoping for from E3? I think <laughs> Type all of Zero us are probably hoping for a Type Zero <laughs> announcement of some yeah. kind. Yeah, Type that Zero in the West, please. You know, I mean, even if they just it's, show a trailer, that would be that would be great. I think well, Sony have got to. I I mean. You know, a, lo- a large amount of their press conference is going to be NGP, sure, mm-hmm. but they're still going to talk about the PSP at some point. And other than Type Zero, what is there for the PSP? <laughs> I PSP no remasters! Yay! Oh, there's still Monster Hunter Portable 3rd because Capcom still has not released that in North America or true, Europe. True, true. They're, they're in a similar boat to Square Enix mm-hmm. there. Although they oh, already what, announced what it... Portable 3rd HD. Yes. What, what else are you uh, guys looking forward to then? Maybe some verses. I'm not holding my breath. <sighs> I, yeah, I don't know about verses. I mean, I mean, it's we joke about Nomura right and his trolling. We joke about Nomura and his trolling, but really, what? Those were jokes. You know, he, he showed us some stuff in January, mm-hmm. and then he went credit. underground yet again. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I mean, oh, okay, that's I, enough sunlight think, for me. Thank you. <laughs> I think someone should make it. Should make an article where you actually look at what. When, how many promises Nomura has broken with verses? Because, like, how many times he said, yeah, it's going to be E3, it's going to be a TGS, and it's just not there. Yeah, yeah it wasn't at last year's so, E3, it wasn't at last year's TGS. It's like, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're postponing the showing because we've got this showcase coming up thing. and But it's going to be at next year's E3, maybe. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I I honestly don't know. But other than that, I'm. do you think that at... Um, at Square Enix's uh, conference, it's going to be a lot of IDOS games now. Are they even having one? I don't even I don't know. Think I think they have one. Probably no not. Idea. I think they're just going to have a show floor. Yeah. Well, will they be? Showing yeah, off? I, I do. They'll think probably that... be showing off a lot of IDOS games, won't they? Like a lot of yeah. IDOS slash Square Enix games. Well, yeah, because you've I'm got looking Hitman, to Tomb you've got Tomb Raider, Tomb yeah. Raider. Yeah. I am excited about. I am excited about uh, Hitman. Um, and Tomb Raider, but more so Hitman. But uh, I don't know. I don't really. Uh, as far as do you think Final we'll Fantasy see goes, that mysterious third MMO that Square Enix is developing? No, unlikely. I think they'll probably announce it at TGS. Yeah, that seems more. It's weird because I I I don't like how Square Enix are going now because like they they it seems as though they're using E3 as a platform to show off their Western games. Yeah. And then they're using TGS as a platform to show off their Japanese games. Oh, they're just so it's like. Oh, that's not exactly a bad thing. I mean, if you consider it's not the a audience, bad thing, but for Western fans of old Square, yeah, it's a bad thing. That's true. It's really heartbreaking. It's really, really. But I'm sure at E3 that if certain Japanese games are being localized, they will show it at E3. Maybe oh, yeah. we should There's just no try a protest. Like maybe protest. that's what we protest. need. Maybe we yeah, just, let's just need egg their headquarters in Japan. to protest no, that. No, what we do is we'll 
We'll sit outside the Square Enix booth with signs. We'll and be them. like, you know, we want... Versus! 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 We want the Japanese games. We want you to stop trying to westernize games. and we, Or maybe just, you know, westernize games on the side. Let that be okay. But give you know us our freaking that, Japanese games. What? Yuichi Wada would call a hitman. To take us out. Well, then I'll go. <laughs> Lara Croft. You did, there, Mr. Daryl. Thank you. I've been I've been thinking about that for a, uh, for a few minutes. You've been working <laughs> on that for the past two years. But yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing like that. I'm really, really. Well, I wouldn't say I want them to stop making worse than games because they're yeah, only yeah, really yeah. publishing. Yeah, no, those. I'm not trying to say I mean, that Eidos, at all. I think Idos well, is doing Colin, a great job. Colin. You want them to stop making or, or hiring Western developers to make their games. Yes, because exactly. so far the ones that have happened have not been the best. I don't yeah. want another Mind Jack. I don't want another Front Mission Evolved. No. I just want a Final Fantasy game. Do what you do best game. and make Final Fantasy. I just want a Final Fantasy game. That's all I want. A good, old-fashioned Final Fantasy game that I can play. Love, cry over, and which is weird, you know, yeah. because like most, a lot of people act, act like, especially the young, the the younger generation, they they love FF13. Yeah. Maybe we're just getting old. Maybe we're the old. No, no, no. I'm expecting to see something for 13 Part Two at E3 since it's supposed to be at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and that they're trying to make that yeah. as Western as possible. Yeah. As that, Western that as I possible, you know, see. you know how Western it will be, make it like TMC. <laughs> Although they did try that with Dirge of Cerberus, that didn't work out very well. Mm-mm. No. But yeah, so E3, we're expecting a lot of Western Square Enix. I guess not so much Japanese Square Enix. But you never know, they man out some stuff during the press conferences. Sony? So yeah, basically what we're saying is we're expecting a fair amount of Western Square Enix, not so much Japanese Square Enix. But there may be some announcements during some press conferences. Nintendo, maybe. Sony. Please. Project Cafe, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Well, they they've got Kingdom Hearts 3D. Oh, oh, you know what? They have yet to announce Final Fantasy on the 3DS. Mm. Yeah. That's that, that's going to happen. It's almost Racing, guaranteed. Chocobo Racing 3DS. Yeah. That's not that's a that's not Final Fantasy. That's Chocobo. But that's from. But it's Final from Fantasy. Final Fantasy. But it's not an RPG. <laughs> I know, oh, but wouldn't God. it be cool to see like chocobos in 3D? I think that would be awesome. Um, let's play Mario Kart. Anyway, I think we're we're done for that. So we're going to move on to uh, burning question. It's Yay! on fire. If you if you don't <laughs> know what this sec- this segment is, then uh, just check out the community. This is all about the community. So every episode we will ask a question and we want you guys to respond to it and then we'll read out the best responses that we get mm-hmm. so last episode we asked in conjunction with the Final Fantasy 15 Project Cafe rumour would you be happy if main series Final Fantasy returned to Nintendo it seems pretty contentious the first reply that we have comes from Hunter Slasher on the forums and it is, I wouldn't like it if the main Final Fantasy was on all three platforms. Because Nintendo is known for family-friendly and cartoon games. Nintendo should just stay with Crystal Chronicles. I feel like the Nintendo now, I definitely agree with him. But Nintendo 
from the past, like the SNES and the original Nintendo, those games were pretty banging. Like, I mean, Metroid Other M was also a mature rated I would, game. Like, yeah, they, I would I argue the whole do... family friendly and cartoon games thing. I mean, that's just the majority of it. There are games that are rather mad world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think it's definitely possible that they could release a really good one, but I mean I can I can see where you're coming from with regards to how much family friendly stuff they go through. Well, Apocalypse Apocalypse DLM Seven from Twitter said, "Hell no, (laughs) Final Fantasy is incredible on the PlayStation. Nintendo is too behind the times to host an up to date Final Fantasy." Oh, I wouldn't say they're behind the times. I mean, if you look at FF13, it may look like a next-gen game, but it really isn't. And when you compare mm-hmm. that to uh, Sakaguchi's The Last Story, that's top on the charts in Japan. And Dragon Quest on the Wii is doing better than Final Fantasy. Not to mention mm-hmm. Nintendo's coming up with Project Cafe, which is better, supposedly better, than the yeah. PS3 and Xbox 360. HD graphics. I'd say Nintendo's pretty well put to handle an FF game. Mm-hmm. Well, Liquid Link from the forum says, Personally, I think the old Final Fantasy games will always have a home in the Nintendo consoles or handhelds. But for future, release in, for future releases, I feel they should be PS3 exclusives. There seems to be a, a trend here of people not wanting, to, not wanting it to uh, go on Nintendo. I think it's mostly and because of the Wii. No one wants it to go on a Microsoft console either, though, so far. Yeah, no. Just, just Sony. Yeah. Although, you know... I'll tell you all just uh, a bunch of fanboys. It's just pretty wow. funny. I went there, that's than, right. I said it. Uh, like, about half... Well, maybe not half now. But a good portion of the games were released on Nintendo consoles. It was just over half. Yeah. Six of them. It's just like, you know... Just, you know where it's funny that you forget... Th- it's funny that how much you can forget that, especially with, like, the newer generations coming out now. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's probably just the younger ones that don't... Realize Final Fantasy started on Nintendo. Tradition. Yeah. See, we're all just we're all just a bunch of old people talking about old school games. You young. <laughs> Here's Colin's old voice. Yes, this is what I'm gonna sound like when I'm 50 <laughs> years old. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, so Leo Kind <laughs> from Twitter says, "I would be very pleased. The best FF games are on the." The Super Nintendo or the Super Famicom, as it's known in Japan. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, yeah, I pretty much said I pretty much said it before. But like, if they if they could do it like they did the SNES versions and kind of have that same kind of fantasy and all that jazz, I feel like it would be good. Um, well, many people feel that those games had the best stories as well because yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a four, you know, it wasn't all about fancy graphics. Yeah. Well, it's about the storytelling, well, about the that's characters. that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, when you don't have a lot in order to work with, something has to be, like, um, something has to be raised in order to make the game somewhat interesting or something that people would want to actually play. And I feel like, you know, in the past, they've... Const- in, in the past, they were really focused on that because that's really all they had in order to sell it. And now, since they have the fancy graphics and they have the pretty music and you know all that stuff, they always have pretty music. It's kind of ha- it's kind of like yeah. the the prequel Star Wars, you know. Yeah, you've got the exactly. fancy graphics, but you've got the crappy music and you've got the crappy story. Good metaphor, <laughs> precisely. Well, 
Hogathy, 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 I don't know, on the forums says, in one resounding word, no. I would rather see it developed for PS3 and then ported to 360 and or Cafe, but I would prefer a PS3 exclusive, even if somehow Cafe turns out to be more advanced. I really, I, I might be the only one. I don't know about you guys, but I really doubt that any new main number Final Fantasy will be exclusive to just one platform anymore. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think it doesn't I, seem that the, so the whole 360 thing benefited Square Enix that much, but... It's still like, broad in sales. I mean, if yeah. anything, Square Enix would likely try to cover all your bases. It's just strange, though, because like you know, you see all these Japanese publishers and they're coming out and saying, like, PS3 is making us the most revenue by far. Like Konami, I think, like the Xbox Capcom. 360. Capcom I mean, came out and said that. Yeah. I mean, Capcom is like, you know, they were one of the first ones to go Xbox 360. They made Xbox 360 exclusives, but the PS3 still gave them more. Mm-hmm. But, like, once you make that commitment to go multi platform, it's very, very difficult to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that kind of goes along with what Casacola uh, is saying. He says, sure, I would be all for it if we would see a multi-platform release. Otherwise, it would be a definite no. Main Final Fantasy titles exclusive to Project Cafe. What a joke. At least stick with the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean... I, it's it's strange because we're at that kind of uh, crossroads, really, because it, it's probably the first time that um, the console generations are going to get mixed up. So, like, the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 are still kind of chugging on. And Cafe is probably not going to be that much better than them, but it's going to be the next generation. Yeah, it's more like a generation and a half, or half a generation. Yeah, so we're <laughs> probably going to, we probably will see games appearing on all three platforms that are the same. Yeah, but it's going to be very strange because the Project Cafe ones will probably be have to tailored down for the PS3 and the 360, assuming which is better. incredibly ironic. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. Well, anyway, it seems that everyone seems to be kind of against the idea. No one really wants it exclusive <coughs> to Cafe. Um, so for next week's question, next week, next episode, next episode. question, which will be <laughs> after after E3, next week we will know be E3. the answer to the following question: Do you think Final Fantasy is heading in the right direction? Do 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 do. This could be like main series, or like, do you think they're handling the spin-offs correctly? That kind of thing, like the brand as a whole. Mm-hmm. Just let us know what you think, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll get your answer read out on the podcast. Yay! Yay! So now we're gonna dig into some questions. <gasps> Delicious. Yes, okay, fun. so yes, the, the first, first question one. is from Crimson Dragoon. And the question is, what are your thoughts on a Mario Party approach Final Fantasy game? It could work, maybe right? Maybe, maybe right. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Um, I think it would. Well, they've they've kind Haven't of they done already mini done games it? in the past. Like, well, they it's called they, they did Urgies, which was kind of kind of like not well, obviously it wasn't Mario Party, but it was still kind of one of those games where they like had Final Fantasy characters in there in another I'm, realm. I'm quite positive there is a Mario Party style FF game, isn't it called Itadaki well, Street Special? No, it's not Mario Party though. <laughs> but See, it's I was going to mention Itadaki Street, but it's not Mario Party. Yeah. Still, it's like Monopoly. Well, I don't think is Monopoly like Mario Party, Connor? Hmm. I guess not. Exactly. Well, maybe <clears throat> not like maybe not like exactly like Mario Party. Maybe just like 
you know, Final Fantasy making fun of itself. Dissidia! Final Fantasy Party. Dissidia fits that description perfectly, perfectly. Final kind Fantasy of. making well, fun Party of itself. is a load of fun. Yeah, it is. And Itadaki Street is also a load of fun. I have played it for many hours in Japanese, not knowing what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it the best part. Amazing. I, I played it... When was that? It was before Final Fantasy XII came out and Ash and Varm were s- special characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, like there was a bit of Final Fantasy XII music in there and it was just like, wow, it's so cool that they're in this game even though we have no idea who they are. Yeah. <laughs> and I always used to play as the Taro Taro. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think it would work. I don't know if it would work over in the West, but I think Japan would eat it up. Oh, definitely. Like, uh, I think if Square Enix made it for the Wii, it would be perfect. Perfect. Maybe. All right. Well, maybe, um, maybe right. I guess I'll move on to the next question. This question is from Dalo. In a very early, is it Gamaga? Gamaga. Yes. In a very Game early Gamaga interview, Tetsuya Nomura stated that once he finished Versus 13, he would like to work exclusively on Kingdom Hearts. In short, Nomura wants Versus to be his last Final Fantasy. If what he said is if what he said is true, what do you think of him leaving behind Final Fantasy in both story and art? How would you feel about it? Since we as fans have grown to be very uh, familiar with his work behind all Final Fantasy games, do you think it would be good or bad given the status of Square Enix's creative core? Mm, I think personally, I think it would be great to have Nomura just focus on Kingdom Hearts. I mean, I'm not exactly the biggest fan of his of his art. Yeah. I, I pref- We've never have known that. I, I much prefer <laughs> not either. Akihiko Yoshida and Yoshitaka, Yoshitaka Amano's. And mm-hmm. the strange thing is is that even though Nomura Nomura has been able to direct his own games like King like Kingdom Hearts and Versus, he hasn't been put in an art director position before. He's just been the character designer. Most of his most of his projects, I think, his he's always paired up paired up with uh, Naora as the art director and he's the character designer yeah yeah I mean like yeah his, his role in Final Fantasy has been kind of strange because obviously he had a direct role in Final Fantasy 7's story but I think other than that he's pretty much just been the character designer right yeah pretty well, much no with FF, FF7 it was Nojima who was writing writing the story Nomura it, well, it was he Nomura had like direct input in some parts mm-hmm. like Nojima wrote the main scenario but Nomura did help that was like the first time he had a creative input in into the story. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, like I think Nomura is the the Square Enix rock star. Yeah. But because of that, he is spread so thin. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's you know, doing it's, character it's designs for why. thirteen two type zero. He's working on yeah. versus thirteen. He's got to oversee his Kingdom Hearts projects. I feel like from a Kingdom Hearts perspective, this might be the best move he could take because I feel like people people on the Final Fantasy side are getting restless. People on the Kingdom Hearts side are getting restless. And I feel like maybe this is kind of why he's been backlogged so much is because he just has so much that he has to think about, that he has to design. And I feel well, yeah, like, you and, know... And, and it, it's not good either. Like, if you have no. a creative person who's having to rush... Yeah, you're not gonna get very it's creative like, stuff from him. Exactly, no. and I mean, you know, we've seen already people are, are, are complaining that uh, Type Zero's characters all look the same. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. got you've got like Thirteen's uh, characters, which people, you know, some people complained about. You say, some "Oh, Lightning looks too much like Cloud." 
Yeah, but I mean, like, and then, and if you look at like Amano's characters, like there was so much. You compare the cast to Final Fantasy Nine to Final Fantasy Thirteen. Mm. Which one has more creativity? Definitely. Final I'm going to go with Nine. It's an interesting choice there, Colin. Why Nine? I was going to go for Thirteen, actually. I don't know. I, there was sarcasm. <laughs> after uh, after seeing Seven and Eight, and then you see Nine, it, there was so much difference. It just had its own charm about it, and then. You go back to ten, which is kind of similar to seven and eight. Yeah, and then you get I mean, twelve, which is again completely is different. It's like nine was the only game that Nomura has been involved with, like um, in from a design perspective, where the characters aren't human. Yeah. Every other game, every all the characters have been like pretty standard humans. I mean, like you've got the uh, the occasional oddball like Kate Sith. Oh, you got Kimari. Or like Red Thirteen or Kimari. Yeah, or Queena. Oh, sorry, Queen is nine. Queen but... is nine. Yeah, you've I got characters like, like Queena. You've got Queen Bran. You've got Amaranth. I feel like something that they don't like your typical minor fantasy. Really Every, everyone, everyone's generic human in eight. Everyone is like pretty much generic human in ten. Mm-hmm. Everyone is generic human in twelve. Everyone's generic human in thirteen. But in like Final Fantasy nine, they had a real diversity. Well, in Final Fantasy six as well, you had Mog. Mm-hmm. You had um, <laughs> Gal. Yeah, and like you know. It, I mean, even if you go back, like, you know, the older ones, like, five, they were all mostly human, but they they were all represented by their class. So you had, like, Cecil, who was all, like, really done up like a knight. Mm-hmm. What character since Seven has worn anything other than standard clothing? <laughs> None, really. I can't think of anything. No. Like, I mean, Orange outside of Nine, Eleven, and Twelve, yeah. they all pretty much wear, kind of... I wouldn't say standard, because by standard... It would mean that we should be wearing what they're wearing as well, and I would not. Well, you know wear what I mean. What like it's, ten, it's it's typical for the world. And ten kind like, of went know, like ten kind of had like a tribal slash um, Japanese feel with like Yuna's um, sort of kimono. She had an obi, and then of course Arin looked more like a samurai of some sort. Like I mean, they kind of went went that route but they didn't really have this kind of like class type thing i mean in final fantasy I mean, like, 10 like too in final fantasy 10 too they had the costumes but they didn't really have they didn't really feel like they had that class could you imagine like a character like shadow it just it's just unthinkable mm. <coughs> it's a shame but yes so I think we were in agreement that it would be a good thing for Final Fantasy to have some new creative input. Yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely. And for it's, Nomura it's, to it's, go back to Kingdom Hearts. I guess it's disappointing as well, because if you look at Kingdom Hearts, exactly what we've been just been complaining about is there. Yeah. Like, you know, Sora, it does not look like, you know, he's got massive feet. Yeah. He's big clown feet. It's a um, very key, creative game. I mean, but you look at Bird by Sleep and you look at the armor designs, they look, they look great. Yeah. Maybe we can dream. So, yeah. Nomura, some time off. We want, that would be we nice. want more fantasy, please. <laughs> in our final. You know what would be funny if they had a lightsaber in there somewhere? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <sighs> you and your well, anyway, our last question is from PJK1234. And he asks, if Final Fantasy XV happens to be the last in the series, open brackets, knock on wood, times a million? Bajillion? Anyway. That's a billion. It's, it's fine. Alright, a billion. <laughs> Do you think Square Enix would pull some ultimate plot twist which somehow ties all the games into one? And if they did, would you like it? Um, well, 
let me first say it already feels like they kind of did that with the Cydia. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Um, I'm gonna catch that and totally agree with it. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> they've kind of already did that. But if there was a way to, like, I feel like the Cydia was just kind of like, all right, we're picking random people. Um, well, not really random people. We're picking the main characters, but. Um, I feel like it would be interesting if all the worlds intertwine. I think that would be very nostalgic. Because, like, if you think about it, you know, even though Dissidia has its own way of being nostalgic with the main characters, sometimes it's not necessarily the main characters that made you love the game. Sometimes it might have been, like, a minor character. It's the supporting character. cast. Uh, the supporting Who, who's cast. Who's to say that... Genova isn't from another game's world. It's true. I mean, she came and from outer space. We don't know like, if she came from the same dimension. And, you know, 8 has space travel. It's true. And 9 has space travel. 10 probably could have space travel. I mean, if you cons- consider Kingdom Hearts, it they've already kind of done it with that. Yeah. But not with Final Fantasy characters per se, more like with Disney characters. They kind of Combine the whole Disneyverse into one singular thing. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that Dissidia isn't the last main series Final Fantasy game? Mm-hmm. Exploring Type Zero is a spin-off, yeah. and it did come out after fourteen. Yep, yep. It, that that would technically be fifteen. No, but it came out after fourteen. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. Dissidia one two oh one two zero one two do a decent whatever. <laughs> I think if Square Enix actually sat down and really fleshed out. Dissidia. Kind of like how Nomura and Gang did it with Kingdom Hearts. It could be it could be quite an epic. I think if with Final Fantasy 15 they let uh, Nojima actually write the script and make Tor- Toriyama sit in a room somewhere with his face against the wall No, no see to- to- Toriyama has he, he has his purpose and his purpose is FMVs no, but you see, I don't know. Well, I read that um, he was very like what I think. Watanabe wrote the main scenario, right? Based on yeah, the yeah. No, idea. no. I, I, I think you should. We should like Square Enix should keep him away from the story. Yeah, I think but they should let him do what he, Toriyama he does best. Like, really, really, really involved with the story, and he shouldn't have been. Because mm-hmm. FF thirteen really wasn't that great. No. I mean, if you, if you like, if you look at films, for example, like you know, Lauren would probably be able to tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, but. Quite often, the director doesn't write the script. Yeah, like nine times out of ten, I mean, they won't. You write know what's the, the per- you know what's the perfect example? Star Wars. You don't want George Lucas directing the film. <laughs> <laughs> but then it, I mean, it works sometimes. Like Christopher Nolan does it, but yeah. But often the person that's who writes kind the of script dime a dozen. I mean, like you know, David Hater. He's written plenty of scripts. He's never directed any of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. X Men. X Men Two. Metal Gear, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed, all four of them. Well, then there's also just the sort of thing where they base it off something else, like they base it off a book, or they base it off of um, something of yeah, that sort. I, I, th- I think it was, I think it was a bad idea to give um, Toriyama as much control as he had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I mean, from the sounds of it, Watanabe just... was kind of like, right, I've got this idea, and Toriyama would be like, no. You would not do they that. should just let him do what he does best, and those are FMVs. I mean, some of the... I mean, you look at the FMVs in FF13, mm-hmm. and they're really action-packed. They're really well-directed. And that's what he's good at. Mm. 
So that's what he should do. He just should, he should just stay away from the story and do FMVs. Let Najima do his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I I think they stop. They have to stop thinking about what's what's sellable. Like they have they really have to stop getting in that mindset as well. Yeah, I think I mean there's two ways of looking at it. I mean you can either go along the route of you make something that you think is really good and hope that people buy it, mm. or you make something that you think people want. Yeah. You make something... And I think Square Enix are kind of... Yeah. Like, you know, if you think about how the franchise started off, it was like a last-ditch thing. They had no idea if it would succeed or not. They just made the game that they wanted to make. Exactly. That's why yeah. it was called Final Fantasy. Yeah. And that's what they needed to do. And it was a do. massive success. And, and then they carried on doing that. And then I think with Final Fantasy VII, perhaps, because it was like, you know, up until then, Final Fantasy had been big, mm. but it hadn't been that big. Yeah. Like, Final Fantasy VII was... Huge. Easily epic. the biggest... Yeah, I mean it was epic in the in the in this grand scheme of video games in general. I think any game at that point had sold as much, save for like Tetris or Mario or something. Mm-hmm. So you know, they they're kind of going down that path where they're just making the games to make money, mm-hmm. which is not wrong. But they're they're not. It doesn't seem like they're making them for the right reason. They're gonna lose. They're gonna but... lose their fan base ultimately like it may it may get them money because we're still dedicated but if they don't change their team well, it also kind of it kind of shows that they don't necessarily have faith in themselves yeah like they don't they don't what as we were saying earlier like they don't seem to be able to trust that they're doing the right thing they need to i mean obviously you want to try and cater for your fans but sure considering the fan bases are so divided on the last like couple of mm-hmm. games uh, you know th- there's, you know, Final Fantasy is going to sell whatever. They yeah, do. it's going to sell to somebody. This is like Sonic. Just like Sonic. Yeah, That's just a like Sonic. Good example. It's not an example I want to make because I really <laughs> hope Final Fantasy doesn't go down that road. <laughs> but it yeah. could. It's kind of, it's kind of going down that road. But I, I don't know. Maybe they can get back up on their feet and do something about, do something about it. Yeah. We're just gonna be, you know, in like you know, ten, ten, uh, fifteen years, we're gonna be like every single Final Fantasy is gonna be like, yes, yeah, new Final Fantasy game. Oh, it's. Oh. <laughs> Why? Why am I getting excited? Uh... Although Sonic I would say Type Zero is very exciting. People. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, like you know, there are a few Sonic. Sonic Colors was was really good, but Sonic Generations. That looks it, it may, but that's the thing, like you know, it looks promising, Sonic but you don't fans, know if Sonic it will fans be good. are always really excited. Like Sonic 2006, everyone was like, "Wow, this is gonna be amazing!" It's like 3D Sonic done correctly. <laughs> terrible game. <laughs> terrible, absolutely terrible. <laughs> but yeah, um, Lauren, any want to round that out, Lauren? Um, well, yeah, I mean, it would be a cool idea uh, if they could do it right. The whole putting them all together but i i kind of hope that final fantasy 15 isn't the last one if i could just throw that in there as well didn't jima write the city story i'm not entirely sure not entirely sure we're gonna have to look that up because i'm sure that he would have a field day since he like yeah. wrote them all <laughs> he's like oh my gosh i get to connect all of these characters that i created <laughs> this is gonna be epic Anyway, that's enough for our questions. If you uh, have any questions, then feel free to ask them on the forums. Um, you know, you can go to the Final Fantasy Union main site. There's a little podcasting on the right. Just click add, ask a question. Or if you're on the forums, there's a special dedicated forum for it. Or just feel free to ask us on Twitter if you have a question. Just just, just send it our way and uh, we'll hopefully get mm-hmm. it on the show. 
We're going to talk a bit about the music, crossed. though, for this episode. Sorry? Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a bit about the music on this episode. It's from Final Fantasy IX. It was picked out by Lauren, yep. I believe. <gasps> <gasps> what is it? It's Pray a, tell. It's, uh, it's based on the, the Final Fantasy IX battle theme and You Are Not Alone. It's kind of a mixture between the two. And it's called Battle Not Alone. Mm-hmm. See what they did there. To see. Mm-hmm. It's very good. And it's by, it. it's by Final Phantom, who's on YouTube. And yeah, it's... Uh, it seems as though the song was quite a while in the making. There are a few different versions of it on YouTube, but you know it's it's, it's pretty decent quality and the arrangement's pretty mm-hmm. good. What made it stand out for you originally, Lauren? Because we were <laughs> looking for a song for. I quite guess the a production while. quality, like you know, um, a lot of songs typically have you know a generic beat or something going on in the background that just makes it sound like oh I've heard this one before. But this one, it, it sounded it sounded different. It sounded more thought out more professional and i just dug it there you go i think Lauren i think it also it. helps that the the battle theme and you're not alone these are two themes from final fantasy 9 that pro- probably stand out the most yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah we hope you enjoy the song um the next episode of final fantasy union is scheduled for the 21st of june which is after e3 Although we may have an episode during the middle of E3, depending on how things work logistically. You can also subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on iTunes. Just search for Final Fantasy with a number one podcast. And of course, you can catch every episode at FinalFantasyUnion.com, along with all our Final Fantasy news coverage, which hopefully should be picking up while we're doing E3, Colin. <gasps> I think we're going to have a lot of news for yeah, yeah. Yes, we, uh, we may have an interview or two lined up with some people hint 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 (laughs) (laughs) so would you guys like to say your farewells Uh, I think before that I should say something for David you can do if you want yeah Yeah, you can catch the show at ff-xii.net or as David would say (laughs) would you like to say goodbyes now Con yes yes now I would very well and I'm Daryl saying goodbye this has been a tweaksmusic.com and a finalfantasyunion.com production